0: Hey and welcome to the Lunar Light Worker podcast. This is your host Zoe Whitehead. And my light mission at Lunar Lightworker is to support empathic lightworkers like yourselves to elevate your energy, sustain your frequency and align with lunar earth and cosmic cycles to be your own visionary and step into your highest version of you. Hey and welcome to this week's episode of the Lunar Lightworker podcast. In this episode, I'm talking all about my personal awakening and why this was so, so slow. So it's more of a a personal insight and um, experience into this powerful soul phase, soul growth phase. First of all, I'd like to... You know, just thank you so much for coming on board, listening, and you know, supporting what we do here at Lunar Lightworker. Now, at the time of recording this week's episode, we we were really, really excited because the Lunar Lightworker membership doors are about to open. We open in about a week, 10 days' time at the time of recording this this episode, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that and how we support our empathic lightworkers so we're all about raising vibration and, you know, flowing with the natural cycles. We teach you to hold a space for yourself and others. And it's it really is a beautiful space where you can be totally immersed in higher frequencies and receive higher vibrational healings. Um, What we do is we teach on ancient wisdoms, rituals, crafts, and inner practices, and we teach you to run energy on yourself as well. So... You know this is a place to come weekly and commune with other like minded soul sisters, let go of your limiting self beliefs and dance with your fear. So you really do become you learn to become a shadow walker. So, like I said, at the time of recording this episode, the membership, the Lunar Lightworker membership, will be opening in about 10 days' time. But we do have a wait list now there's a big advantage to being added or adding yourself to the wait list and that you will get early entrance before anybody else you'll be the first to enter the the membership And you will also get a 20% discount. So bear that in mind if you're feeling drawn. What you can do is find the link to this waitlist in the show notes. So if you are thinking about joining, I would love to see you in there. And, you know, I'd love to connect with you in the membership. Okay, so in this week's episode, you will be learning um, or getting an insight into my spiritual awakening. And the reason I'm doing this is that, you know, if you are in this phase of your spiritual growth, and we all go through this, um, you know, I'm hoping that this will help you. Well, I know it will help you uh, in your own soul growth and your own light path and journey. We'll also take a look at why there was so much resistance around this and there usually is you know for 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 a lot of us we have a lot of resistance around this you know some people do have a very rapid awakening which was certainly not my case we you'll also after listening to this episode come away with an understanding standing um of why awakenings you know our growth path and spiritual initiations are not easy not meant to be easy, and also how you can support yourself, you know, on on your own journey and your own awakening. All right, then, my love. So, let's dive in to my own journey around this, my own light worker journey. Like I said, I had such a long, drawn out uh, awakening. It really, really was, and there was a very good reason for this. But let's go back sort of years before that, you know, growing up as a child, I was empathic for sure. I didn't understand this. No one talked about empaths, you know, especially not in my environment at that time in the 70s and 80s in the UK, growing up in the UK. So, this resulted in people pleasing behaviors, keeping myself small and under the radar, really didn't want to be noticed, Um, you know, especially at school, which I found highly stressful. Um, Obviously, I was picking up on. You know all the all the kind of pressure and the strain and the stresses of being around so many people. I was in big big schools, and I did find that really difficult and like I said, I just kind of found a way to keep myself small and hidden and under the radar so that I wouldn't be noticed. I was like a quiet little mouse, like a little good girl, quiet little mouse doing all my homework and beavering away. So um, that was very much how I passed my teenhood and into early adulthood. Um, really didn't have a sense of self, uh, just, you know, because I was always sort of making sure that I was doing the right thing and to be seen to be doing the right thing and being the kind of good girl. That was my, um, kind of my role model really, was was this kind of good girl, Um You know, image which I really um, carefully constructed for myself. And so this results in the fact that I didn't really know who I was at all. And obviously, my Chiron is in the areas which which is very much where we struggle to have this sense of self and sense of identity. So into early adult adulthood, didn't know who I, who I really was, I really struggled to find my place in the world and, and what I enjoyed doing, I, I really didn't know, and I'd kind of flipped from job to job and, you know, went off to France because I knew that, that that really was where I loved to be, so, I, so at least I was doing that, um, but really, really struggled for a long, long time, had little bouts of depression as well and... Um, kind of lots of failed romances and it was just very classic kind of signs of empaths who were not really um, stepping into their power, I suppose. And uh, this culminated with me coming back to England after another, yet again, another failed relationship. Um, this was in my early 30s, so it was a real pinnacle age for me. And I decided to go into teaching because I knew that I could speak French fluently and I loved to teach and i loved I love children I love that vibe so I um came back and did my p g c which was my teaching qualification and uh went into teaching but again into into a very highly stressful environment and just being there was really um you know really started to impact on the physical and obviously still not understanding that I was a light you know a light worker but but mainly wasn't you know didn't understand that I was an empath and I was in onboarding all of this stress and you know it it just I just wasn't happy I wasn't happy with where I was I you know obviously retrained at quite a massive cost to myself and um at the time, I was starting to get um interested in meditation and yoga and meditation techniques and um I was also training in transference healing as well because i my sister at the time had um trained in this modality and I could see the shifts and her empowerment through that so I started to become interested in that for myself and I you know I trained in that modality and I approached the head the head teacher at the school at the time who was very open minded when I look back and I asked if I could set up some nurture groups for these children because I could see a lot of children with high anxiety and I, you know, I was starting to step into this and start to get, you know, interested in this. And I knew that, you know, I had this desire to be of service. And I felt that I could, you know, this could come out in this way. And I felt very drawn to doing this. So I'd kind of, you know, tre- you know, trek into school every day with my bag of crystals and my oracle cards and my templates, you know, my gridding templates, and I'd teach little techniques, you know, like energy techniques to these children and run a bit of energy on them. And, you know, I could really see the the rapid shifts within them. You know, and a couple that were school refusing started to go back to school after a few months. And it was just miraculous to see. And this was kind of coupled with with the fact that I was getting really stressed and, you know, in the teaching, you know, just teaching the mainstream and all the pressure and all all the things that I was picking up on in this stressful environment, and one day I just thought, I've had enough. I need to leave this. I just knew that I could no longer be there, and so I told the head. And within a week, because of the contract I was on, I was able to leave and um, just really or just really reduce my hours. So I was just sort of teaching a day a week, just teaching French um, in primary school. So it was a lot less stressful. So I was doing that for a while. And then I decided to leave altogether because it still wasn't resolving what was going on for me internally. And I had a bit of a breakdown, you know. I remember just crying and crying at home and not not really knowing um, where to go with it all. You know, I knew I had this deep desire to be of service. I knew that I'd loved helping and supporting these children. children. And I always thought that I would work with children, but it just didn't seem to pan out like that. And so slowly, I just gave myself space. I just kind of knew instinctively I needed to give myself space and time. And very, very slowly, I started to get this idea of maybe holding some women's circles at home in the living room and following the lunar cycles and, um, you know, just kind of starting from there and growing from there and this was really you know this was kind of the the beginnings of my awakening I guess I was I was in it before if I really look back Um, but like I said it was so slow you know I could I've always felt my power and my potential but because I could feel it strongly within me I, th- I feel that I was putting the brakes on when I look back I was really putting the brakes on because I was frightened to step into this and to really go for this because it, it just felt unsupported it felt, it, I don't know it just, it didn't quite sit naturally with me you know, and, and I don't think I was following my intuition at the time really and fully um and yeah, I was just kind of stumbling about in the in the dark because of the the fear that I had of this empowerment process. And really, I didn't really have anyone around me to help me with this. Obviously, I had my sister, um, but apart from her, and she was a fantastic support. But apart from her, I really didn't have anyone who got what I was going through totally. And, um, I guess this was another reason why it was so, so slow for me. Um, you know, also I was having a lot of initiations because I was stepping more and more into these transference healing energies that, you know, the idea was to just run it on friends and family. Um, I really didn't feel, um, you know, just, I didn't have that confidence. I didn't have, um, you know just just feeling like i would be able to do this because i could feel the power of this modality so deeply but uh I, it was like a self-worth issue which is very much again linked to the chiron in aries um wounding and so i didn't feel worthy enough to hold this power and be able to to help someone else through their awakening through this you know with this modality so, you know, all of these things meant that I was really putting the brakes on in my awakening. And and probably when I look back, it probably took about 12 years, um, which is super long. You know, I just, um, I was just so scared. I was tiptoeing around and I, I you know, I didn't. I didn't really know anything about soul purpose and soul growth and initiations. You know, every time we reach out and we, we step into another layer of ourselves, this is what we call an initiation. You know, we have this kind of really difficult and challenging period, while you know in a bit of a void whilst we discover ourselves more on a deeper level and it's just an initiation that's all it is but I didn't really understand that for a long long time so you know that that was really my awakening and why it took so long for me and I just wanted to share that because I feel this is information wisdom you know there are some people that you know really slow themselves down and feel a lot of resistance to their own empowerment process and really the the best way you know i can um, recommend that for you to support yourself in all of this is to to know that there are, there is no right or wrong way to go through an awakening you know some like I say it's kind of overnight um, but or if not it can be a very long and drawn out painful process for us I think both are equally intense um, but it's just how quickly you want to move through it how ready you and open you are to stepping into your power and um, you know how willing you are to listen to your to soul and to your intuition, your intuitive guidance that inner voice. Really, the the best way, um, like I mentioned before, is uh, I would say for an empathic lunar light worker, as far as our um, light workers, so as far as I'm concerned, and if you are someone who really. Wants to attune to the Earth's natural rhythms and really learn how to sustain your vibration. Um, you know, and self-soothe and let go of all of those limiting self-beliefs is to join our Lunar Light Worker membership. We have some incredible women and men in there. Who will witness your growth, who will celebrate with you? You will be able to be immersed in higher frequencies. You will absolutely learn how to hold a space for yourself and others. And you will also learn beautiful ancient wisdoms, rituals, crafts, inner practices, you know, and just receive higher vibrational healings as well, which will really shift you in mind, body, and consciousness. So, If you are drawn to joining us in this powerful sisterhood, then I suggest that you look at the show notes and you will find a link to the membership in there. And it would be absolutely lovely if you come and join us. All right, my love, thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate your time that you're taking to listen in. Don't forget to follow us or subscribe to the podcast. And you can follow us at Lunar Lightworker on Instagram. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. Bye, my loves.